Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Squiggly Careers podcast. I'm Sarah and I'm joined by my co-host Helen. Hello everybody. And we're recording this today, it's Thursday the 19th of March and we don't usually start with the date. It feels like at the moment, partly I'm not sure what day it is because the world feels like it has turned upside down and I sort of am imagining if you listen to this in the future it's quite useful to know that we're both based in the UK. Coronavirus has particularly this week, particularly hit the UK. Everybody is now working from home. The schools are closing tomorrow. Nurseries are closing. Both Helen and I have young kids. Lots of people listening, I'm sure, will be kind of dealing with that right now. And so it feels like a moment to kind of recognise that everybody who's listening at the moment, certainly if you're kind of listening as this episode comes out, it's not really business as usual. It's not really the world as usual. And it's really tough and lots of uncertainty and change. We thought a bit about what's the right thing to do with the podcast. Do we still do it? What are the right topics to cover? And we wanted to let you know about a couple of things just before we get into this week's episode. Things that might be helpful for people at the moment. So the first thing is we're sharing on Instagram at the moment some podcast playlists. So we've now done over 130 episodes and we thought it might be a useful time to group some of those episodes together on certain topics like productivity or growth mindset or emotions at work. So if you're thinking at the moment, oh, I could really do with a kind of dose of productivity or motivation, you know which episodes to listen to without having to kind of search through them all. So if you just go onto Instagram at Amazing If, you'll see that we're going to just start posting those and sharing those. Um, so hopefully that might be a useful resource. The second thing that Helen is doing every day on LinkedIn is something called work in progress. So Helen's sharing a kind of daily free download, just a way of kind of working better, smarter, something to kind of help you think through maybe your development. Which ones have you done this week, Helen? Do you want to share a few examples? Yeah, I did more about me, which was uh, it's like an editable PDF with like lots of questions in about yourself that you can share around your team. Because my thinking was, 
gosh, if you've just joined a new team and now you're entirely working remotely, it's not ideal. But also teams generally, I think we get so into doing the work on a day-to-day basis that sometimes we don't stop and think about what is it someone wants to be known for? What really makes them passionate? How do they work their best? So um, that was one of the things that I shared. I also did a happiness survey. So I took some research that's just been done by indeed.com and they've got sort of 12 drivers of happiness. And I turned that into a little survey. So you can, I'm thinking about doing it about every month. So you can see, has my happiness gone up and down and you can have a think about those levers and what might be useful and for today which I'll post I'm doing something called the mirror test which is almost it's about thinking about what do you want to be known for and then getting some feedback as to what you're actually known for but that kind of stuff every day on LinkedIn for 30 days so uh, if you need a bit of daily motivation and you just want something to kind of have a play with you can download them all for free and that might be useful and the last thing is something that I hope you won't need, but I know is a reality at some point for most of us, but particularly in tough times, um, it's likely that we all know someone who's going through this, which is redundancy. We've done a redundancy podcast previously, so um, that's definitely one to recommend to someone if you know someone who's going through this process at the moment. But we have also launched a completely free program called Redundancy Reset, and that includes a free online program of courses some ebooks and kind of resources and also a live monthly coaching Q&A session. The first one Helen and I are going to do together and that'll bring together people who are all going through this process probably at different stages and we will try and give you some tools, some techniques and we'll help kind of as much as we can. It's just sort of our way of helping people go through what we know is a really tough time. If you or someone you know wants to get access to the programme, If you just go onto our website and onto the blog page, you can see there's like a free download that tells you all about it. No one needs to kind of explain or justify their situation or anything like that. And then what's the email address, Helen, can you remember? Uh, It can. It's Helen and Sarah at squigglycareers.com. And you just send us that email and then uh, within sort of 24, 48 hours, you'll get back some links to some of the resources, some special codes so that everything is free for you and you'll get invited to the next monthly coaching So always tricky if that's something that's kind of happening to you or someone you know, but hopefully that's one potentially helpful thing that you can do, which probably leads us nicely onto today's topic where we thought we would talk about kindness at work. We've picked this topic because it does feel particularly relevant right now. I have seen lots of incredibly inspiring small and big examples of kindness in what has been, you know, a tough couple of weeks for most of us um, in some way, shape or form. And it got me thinking a bit about how important it is to be kind generally, but also how kindness kind of shows up at work. And when you delve into it, you can start to see the really positive impact, how if we're all kind and think about each other at work, it can have on each and every one of us. So we're going to talk a bit about kind of the science of why we should be kind and then kindness in action. So five ideas for ways that you can be kind And then we're going to finish um, with a really nice thing where I asked on Twitter for examples of of people who've been kind, just to kind of share examples with us. So I've actually got a couple of examples, uh, which we'll just share at the end, things where people are just doing good stuff. So if you need that moment of feeling good about the world when the world isn't feeling that great, I can promise you you'll get those when I kind of share those towards the end. So Helen, do you want to kick off with um, the kind of science of kindness, which perhaps feels slightly counterintuitive? I know, yeah, yeah, it does. But I quite like that. I quite like the the mix of that stuff. So I was looking a little bit into the benefits of kindness, and there's a few things that came out in my research. One thing that I found really interesting was that the science psychology shows that kindness actually benefits the person who is giving the kindness 
as well as the person who is sort of receiving that kindness. If you think about there's almost two roles being played. In terms of the giver, the benefit that they get is they get higher levels of well-being and they also feel higher levels of autonomy. I thought that was quite interesting because I think that they feel that they're in control of that kindness that they're giving and it makes them feel good that they've done it. And then the person receiving the kindness, um, the research shows that they have higher levels of life and job satisfaction. So there's this really nice reciprocal thing that goes on that actually can start to fuel when you actually create a culture where kindness is supported and can thrive. It actually has a really beneficial impact on the culture of a company, which I thought was a really nice sort of higher level benefit from being kind. The second thing that I found, that I love this one, is that kindness is contagious. The nice thing of it, it talks about kindness, it increases pro-social behaviour. So if I feel like someone has been kind to me, I'm more inclined to go and be kind to somebody else. And, you know, it's a bit of an overdone term, but that whole pay it forward thing, that's what happens when kindness starts to become something that catches and people start to share it. So hopefully a positive type of contagion with that one. And the third thing that we found actually is almost like the negative impact of not being kind. So there's a really interesting book called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. And it's written by a Stanford professor called Robert Sapolsky. And in he's, when he's looked at the research of the benefits, but also the impacts of not being kind, what he's found out is that when a workplace has got stressors like incivility, so people not being kind to each other, actually that can have a really negative impact on people's immune systems. So they can big, big health problems. Diabetes, ulcers, for example. People are basically, if they're in environments where there is a lack of kindness, it can affect their mental and their physical health. So it is good to be kind for everybody involved and the organisation benefit of that kindness too. And there are a couple of resources that um, we'll include in the links that have got a couple of really nice quotes in that I just wanted to share before we go into the actions. One of them is from Mary Portas. So her TED talk that she did at TED Women last year, which I actually saw live, was all about kindness. And she talks about the process that she went through when she realised that kindness wasn't about being weak. Actually, it was about strength and a foundation from which that she could kind of grow her business and a business that has foundations of truth, integrity, longevity and commerciality. And what's really interesting about her is that it's not always been kind of in her DNA. I think she's always felt like perhaps she wasn't being herself, but she's gone through a journey of kind of probably behaving and being one way and realising that that didn't feel like the right thing to do and then reshaping and rebuilding her company based on her beliefs. So that TED Talk is really worth watching. Like I say, I mean, she's always like full of energy, really passionate about what she does. But I really like this kind of idea of kindness. And then there's another article from actually one of our previous International Women's Day guests, Scylla Snowball, where Scylla talks about her 10 top tips for leadership. So that's just worth reading anyway. But her number 10 tip is kindness should never be misinterpreted for weakness. Kind leaders have a steadfast belief that the good guys will win. Kindness in leadership has great power. So we've got five, in brackets, 10 actions to share with you, kind of ideas. Helen, do you want to kick us off with the virtual acts of kindness? 
Yeah, well, we thought it'd be quite nice to give you some like kindness tactics. So things that you could go and do straight away. Uh, but actually, we should try and translate some of the things that you might do when you're, you know, next to somebody in an office to something that you could do virtually, given that's the working reality of a lot of people right now. So a couple of ideas for you here for how you can go do some virtual acts of kindness straight away after listening to this podcast. So the first thing that you can do is you can give somebody some strengths feedback. Now, strengths feedback is really, really specific feedback. It's you telling somebody about when you've seen them at their best it is more than saying praise which would sound like you know good job well done thought that was brilliant and it's about you adding the why so if I was to give Sarah some strength-based feedback I might say to her Sarah I thought it was amazing on the call earlier when you talked through some difficult messages really clearly but with also empathy and a lot of clarity and it really helped us to all get on the same page in doing that, I've really made it specific. Like Sarah knows that I was in that moment with her and I was listening and I was observing her strengths and I've helped her to hear some of the things that she does brilliantly. So go out and give people strengths feedback. You can do it you know, over the phone, over a message, over an email. Really nice, meaningful way that you can get some um, a virtual act of kindness going. So that's number one. Number two is you can tag somebody in a post that you might be doing and that could be on an internal network or it could be on an external social network, something like LinkedIn and recognise the impact that their work has had on you. So someone did this for us today, actually. They, um, somebody that we've, you know, we've not met, a podcast listener who put a post on LinkedIn about an, our episode, I think it might be episode 120, just from remembering the post, about being a specialist or a generalist at work and what was better. It was really, and they tagged us in it and said it was really, really helpful to them and and now I'm trying to listen to all of your podcasts and I was like, oh, okay, okay, you need those playlists. But that was a random act of kindness from that person. You know, we didn't ask them to do that and that was a lovely thing to do. And you can do the same sort of thing for other people. I tried to do this today, actually. I had um, on LinkedIn, I did a post where I tagged four different people's initiatives that they've put in place to help people through what's going on with coronavirus at the moment, like different things that they've set up so that I could share that with my network, but also so I could shine a light on their work too. So nice thing to do to do that for people's work. The third thing that you can do uh, virtually is you can connect two people together. So in this situation where I think quite a lot of people might be feeling a bit disconnected actually because they haven't got some of the same conversations that they might be having with people happening I think this is a really kind nice thing to do all you need to do is spot an opportunity where you think two people who you know would benefit from knowing each other you're not responsible for the conversation that happens next you're just responsible for making that connection I often do this over email I did the one earlier this week actually where I connected someone from Penguin with someone in our network and you just kind of put your nice little statements together about why you think they should know each other and then you sort of just send the email and lead those people to kind of take that forward but the fact that you can spot that opportunity for two people to maybe come together in some way is a lovely kind thing to do fourth thing that you can do leave somebody a review or a recommendation so let's say on LinkedIn it's so nice when someone just leaves you a recommendation uh, someone that you work with and again they maybe they call out your strengths or why they've enjoyed working with you but that's such a lovely thing when you see those coming through because you don't get that many it's not something people spend a lot of time doing so really kind thing to go leave someone a recommendation on LinkedIn maybe particularly freelancers at the moment because they're going through quite a tricky time so that could be a very kind thing to do for a freelancer but also small business 
businesses. But let's say you know someone who's got a product-based business or someone that has a retail outlet. They are going to struggle right now. So you leaving them a review wherever their kind of place, their digital place would be, would also probably be well-received. Or if there's something you listen to, like, and this isn't a plug, but if there's podcasts that you listen to, book that you read, go leave a review on Amazon or wherever you can or on Apple Podcasts. If it's something that's helping you, then let those people know. That would be a lovely thing to do. And my last one, this is a bit strange, but um, I think like sending a virtual postcard. Now, obviously, I don't think many people are going on holiday at the moment, but there's websites you can use. One is called Touchnote, which have been set up to send virtual postcards, right? So instead of sending a physical postcard when I'm on holiday, I might send a virtual one. And it's kind of, you know, better for the environment. But I was thinking, oh, I might do this, like, for some people in my friends and family. And I might just start sending them some silly pictures with, like, a little note on the back, recognising that I actually don't want to put loads more effort onto the postal service. Because I was thinking, oh, I could just write a nice letter. But do you know what? Postal service have got a hard enough job at the moment as it is. So I was thinking, oh, I might just do, like, a little note to my nanny or my mum or my sister or some, you know, my friend in Scotland or my friend in Nottingham. Take a bit of a random picture and then just do, a, like, a how are you doing? Just a nice, kind little note. So touch note is, uh, like, free to use and might just be a nice surprise in somebody's inbox. So one more idea, kind of separate to the kind of virtual acts of kindness... But I think most of these are the ones you can work out how they would work remotely. And that's to say thank you and be really specific about saying thank you. Ask yourself every day, have I said thank you to somebody? And actually, if we think about it, and I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, other than as in saying thank you if you've bought something, I'm not sure I do always say thank you in a work context every day. And it helps with something called intentional kindness. I think just asking yourself that question of like, is there somebody I need to say thank you today because actually they've helped me or perhaps I need to say thank you because something that they've done for me three months down the line has been really useful today. And I really like this phrase that Helen kind of came up with, which is this idea of kindness karma. We often talk about believing in career karma, but I think the same applies for being kind is that if you just are kind with kind of no expectation of return, it's sort of like that research that Helen was talking about at the start that I suspect the more you kind of say thank you and the kinder you are, the more you get in return. And it's so nice when someone says thank you to you. For some of the people actually who have already become part of the Redundancy Reset programme, I was just reading a few of their emails today. And pretty much every single one of those people who are in very difficult situations started their emails with thank you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We talked about those virtual acts, which might be, you know, people that you, you work with and you have that kind of regularity. I think random acts of kindness is just sort of the unexpected things that you could do for people. And, and I have a really good example of this this week. Sarah and I got together, potentially for the last time in person for a little while. Sarah gave me this bag, this beautiful bag. It was all shiny. I loved it. And inside were like these two like beautiful sachets of bath salts, which you might be thinking, it is a bit random. But Sarah knows that I really like baths and actually... That's how I shut off. It's one of the things I've talked about actually before on the Boundaries podcast is that I shut off from my work and the podcast and everything else we do and I go and lock myself in the bathroom. So the fact that she bought me that out of nowhere and it was lovely and it's a way that I have like me time was a very kind random act of kindness I think the more that we can do those really surprising things for people the more it it really makes them go wow that was so thoughtful and so lovely. So spot the random moments too. So number four is checking in with people for no reason. This has happened to me, I think, three or four times now this week because we run a business where the majority of what we do, you know, we're going into companies and kind of delivering learning or development. And so people are understanding that it's likely to have a really big impact on what we do. And we've just had a few emails and a few WhatsApp messages where people are literally just checking in just to kind of go, how are you? And I think whether obviously at the moment we're in kind of extraordinary times but I do think generally this is a really good thing to do and one of the questions actually I learned when I was becoming a mental health first aider was not to ask just oh how are you doing which can sound a bit general and often people have a tendency to respond quite quickly to that with just oh fine to actually ask instead oh how are you doing today or how are you feeling today and I do wonder whether particularly at the moment, that's really helpful because I do think people's emotions are going to go up and down a bit. You're never quite sure. And actually today, when I've definitely had kind of probably my toughest day this week today, actually having an email from someone who actually was just saying, I just thought about you and I just thought it must be pretty tough. Like, how are you both? And it really made me smile and it's so thoughtful and it's so nice to know that people are thinking of you. And I think with your teams, if everybody's working remotely, and loads of people are starting to do this, and I think people are doing a really good job of sharing stuff online. But whether it's you're doing a daily check-in with everyone in your team at the start of the day and at the end of the day, loads of people I've seen are doing end of the day, everybody getting either like a cup of tea or a G&T or whatever their, whatever their tipple is, toasting the day, being like, we made it through today. Like, what's your win of the day? What's your win of the week? Just to kind of keep morale and motivation together. Because most of us, as much as we would like to work from home, probably don't want to be working from home every day. And there'll be some people listening where maybe you're not getting to work from home. And maybe check in with those people who everybody else is perhaps talking about working from home. But do you know someone who's, I don't know, in the NHS and they're actually going to work every day and working incredibly long hours? So just think of, is there someone that you've not checked in with yet that you could? I don't think you need a reason. I think you can just go, how are you doing today? 
And our fifth tip then is also in the context of kindness, don't forget to be kind to yourself. This is actually triggered for me. I was looking at different resources to share with you all. And one of the things that I found was a like a kindness calendar, literally is a calendar for the year with an idea of kindness every single day. But one of the months, they've got like a different theme for each of the months. And one of the months, the theme was self-care and all the ideas for the month were about how to be kind to yourself. I've been thinking so much about kindness being about other people. And actually, I think it's worth just remembering about being kind to yourself because I think we put ourselves under so much pressure and um, often we're very self-critical and that can really affect our self perception and our motivation that being kind to yourself should also be on the list and so ideas for this are like find ways to reward yourself at the end of the week what is your reward is it the having some chocolate or the bath or what gnt at five o'clock on a friday whatever your thing is know what your reward is and make sure you give it to yourself also recognize your you know, strengths and successes, reflect on the week and think, this is when I showed up my best this week, or these are three things that I did really, really well this week. And also make sure you take some time out. I did a, um, I'm doing these Instagram we're calling them Squiggly Career Live for Five. They're Instagram lives for five minutes with like a guest. And I did one this week with Matthew Knight, uh, who's the founder of an organisation called Leapers. And he was talking to me about some really interesting research that when people are at home, they actually work longer than when they're in the office because they're working more intensely and they feel like they have to, they almost have to prove that they're working. So they actually do more hours work than they do in the office. So I actually think that if you are working from home, it's probably more important than ever that you don't forget to take time out. You don't have to be tethered to your laptop and your desk for however many hours that you might think you do a day. Like make sure you go and have that cup of tea. Allow yourself, you know, moments in the day where you're just going to go and catch up on the news or social media. Like it's okay to do that. Make sure you take the time out that you need for you as well. Be kind to yourself. And so we promised you uh, some examples that either we've spotted or people have shared with us of people or brands who are just doing things that we think are really kind at the moment. And I really like some of these examples and there'll be loads more, I'm sure. But a couple of brand ones first. So Pret are giving anyone who works for the NHS free drinks, which I thought was amazing. And I think they get 50% off food as well. I saw that Brewdog and actually I think a few other brands, I think LVMH, where they are either converting their factories or just using their factories. I'm not sure about the logistics of how it works to make hand sanitizer. You sort of see that people are really doing that, hopefully for the right reasons. I saw that Gary Neville, who's got a hotel, he's got a couple of hotels in Manchester. Again, they are closing them to the public and making them available for free for anyone who works for the NHS who needs to, maybe their family are ill and they need somewhere to go and stay, I think, or they need to self-isolate. But And then a couple of more kind of individual ones. So there's a lady I follow on Twitter and on Instagram called Sam Baker, who's been a magazine editor. She's a writer, an author, kind of a journalist. And she's really kind of influential in her in her field. And I feel like she's using her influence for the power of good. So this week I saw, we mentioned before that, it, you know, it must be tough at the moment for freelancers. And she tweeted that if anyone was an illustrator, if they shared a link to their work and kind of some images, that she would then kind of retweet them all kind of together. And then she did an amazing tweet where she just showcased basically the work of all of these illustrators. And they were all so amazing. And I just thought it was a really kind of nice, kind thing to do. And Daisy Buchanan, who we know a little bit um, through kind of some of our authors groups. Again, she has loads of people following her. She's got a book podcast, really kind of influential in that world. 
if you are about to launch a book, all of your events will have been cancelled. And so she offered to do kind of a shout out to every new book in her newsletter. And I've seen a few people do that actually, where, you know, when people are just missing out on something that will have a really big impact on the success of that thing, or perhaps would have done trying to find new ways. Uh, So, you know, you do see people doing creative things um, in kind of tough times. And actually, one of my friends who runs something called Soul Hub, they are offering free therapy. So Carmen Rendell, who runs Soul Hub, she's a qualified therapist. So if you just go to soulhub.co.uk, they've got loads of free resources anyway on isolation, coping with loneliness. But for people perhaps who feel like they were in therapy, but maybe now can't afford it, which, you know, that's going to be the reality for some people or feel like they might really benefit from therapy. She brings together through Soul Hub some really brilliant experts kind of in their field. So definitely worth um, having a look at that. And they're kind of doing that all for free. So some lovely examples to and reasons to be cheerful. Maybe there was not as many as usual, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, very true. So we hope that this podcast has been helpful to you. It's given you some ideas of how you can spread a bit of kindness at work and outside of work as well, because I think it all, we're not in control of everything at the moment, but I think we are in control of how we can show up and showing up with kindness is a really nice thing for us all to do. So hopefully you now have a few ideas. We'll be back next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about comfort zones and challenge zones and courage zones and what they all are and why they all matter for your career and how much time to spend in them and just you know have a bit of a chat about that kind of stuff so that's what we're going to be doing next week but thank you for listening if this is a podcast that you that you enjoy please do rate review subscribe it wherever you're listening it helps us to help more people with what we're doing and we really really appreciate it and um don't forget you know regularly on instagram we share career tips we're just at amazing if there and if there's anything that you want to share with us directly if you've got uh, any thoughts or ideas for future podcasts you can just drop us an email at get in touch at amazing if.com so any of those places you will find us and we will come back to you there and just before we finish um not usually the way we do finish our podcast usually but just sending lots of love and our thoughts to all of our listeners lots of our listeners listen every week or perhaps it's even the first time listening and we do feel like we're a real community together though we might not see you we do kind of feel you and get lots of your feedback um and we really enjoy being kind of part of this community so we just really hope you're all doing okay like we said get in touch with us if we can help you in any way and we've got a few ideas about kind of maybe how we can start coming together over the next few weeks so we'll hopefully start to share those but in the meantime hope you all have an okay week and we'll be back with you soon bye for now bye Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.